some classic banter here. Let's see. Hey, and welcome to the Heads Up Podcast with Jeff and Sean. I'm Jeff. I'm Sean. We review candy and then turn a movie into uh, uh, what? A cinematic universe? Is that what it's? Yeah. Yeah. But first, we got to talk about an animal and reinvent it. Well, now it's time to get online through our internet service provider. It'll be cool. Here we go. Boom. There's your fucking witty banter. Boom. Loved into it. it. Loved it. Fucking surgical yeah. precision, okay? Yeah. Do you think it's happening? Jeff, do you think people have time these days to just sit around and listen to your long, lengthy podcasts where you just go on and on about things? No. They want quick and pithy, okay? It's, it's true. It's true. It's, you know, just because I've got the time to make them doesn't mean people have time to listen. Yeah. You know? There's more content out there now than ever. And uh, we should be respecting people's time. Yeah, I see. Exactly. Every, no offense, but, you know, every boring 30-something white male mm-hmm. has a podcast. And ours is yeah. it, it's not really that special. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why people listen, and I don't think they should. I don't think they should listen to this podcast. <laughs> you know, when you're, when, you know, picking a podcast, I don't know how many you listen to, but um, you want something that you can, you can zone in and out of, you know, so that it's on in the background. You know that you just pick up and go, oh yeah, yeah, and you, and you feel like you've heard the whole thing, but you really haven't. Okay, I think I think we've really got that. You know, I would think I'm thinking the opposite because people step away for a minute and they yeah. come back and we're giving shrimp like snouts <laughs> to shoot water blasts. That doesn't make any sense. And then Marty McFly's, you know, mm-hmm. having sex with the Terminator on an island where you can pay money to go have sex with Terminators. That doesn't make any sense either. You absolutely cannot drift off in this podcast. <laughs> All right, fine, fine. It's a podcast. You have to, you have to have, you know, good listening skills. Can't zone out. Got to pay attention. We're constantly changing things up. We're on. We're on, keeping you on your toes. Jeff, are you mentally ready? What do you know about shrimp? Don't. <laughs> Let me close all my windows. No, please. You can do your thing, but I was just curious. If you didn't have a thing, you know, I just thought, wow. I really I really set us up for that one. Uh, I know they have an open circulatory system, so there's no, like, uh, veins or anything. Um, they use the water to help push um, blood through their body. So when you're deveining a shrimp, it's just that big, it's just a big trail of shrimp waste poop that you're, you're cleaning out. I know that. Okay. Um, it's a gross thing to know. I know they they live in in the water. That's it. I mean, I, I know, I know. I used to like uh, stock a lot of frozen fresh shrimp when I used to work at Market Basket. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh you, so. yeah. You work at Market Basket. You never bring it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they have. You know, they got like eight pairs of appendages issued from the cephalothorax. That's cool. It's a cool sentence. Damn. Yeah. Maxillipeds, Latin for jaw feet. Jaw feet? Are used as mouth parts. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't seem like we need to fix them. I mean, they got feet on their jaws. <laughs> or maybe their jaws are feet. Yeah. There's, there, I know there's a type of shrimp called the pistol shrimp. Yeah. Uh, it's tiny, but in uh, one of its claws, it, uh, when, it presses it, when it clicks it down, it shoots a blast of air that's really powerful and knocks out um, its prey. Okay, let's do pistol shrimp yeah. specifically. The snapping shrimp. Is it is it called the snapping shrimp? Uh, I guess. I think pistol shrimp is part of this family of shrimp. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The alphidae. 
Family of Caridians. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, asymmetrical claws. So they got like one big beefy claw. Yeah, one little tiny little dinky claw. For snapping. I guess like when they're jets, they're jets all the way, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so the snapping shrimp competes with much larger animals such as the sperm whale and beluga whale for the loudest animal in the sea. Okay. I thought you, <laughs> I thought you were like fighting like claw wise. Yeah, yeah. It's one powerful claw. Yeah. I guess. Like I don't I don't think I don't think a whale's <laughs> bothered by that, but Yeah, it creates a, a big bubble with that thing and the acoustic pressure of up to 80 kPa. Okay, translate that for me, please. What does that mean? <laughs> the Pascal is the SI-derived unit of pressure used to quantify internal pressure, stress, young modules, and ultimate tensile strength. The unit named after Blaise Pascal is defined as one newton per square meter. Okay, so yeah. it's it's... <sighs> What I'm seeing here is it's kind of like a pistol-like feature, a joint that allows the hammer part to move backward into a right-angled position that, when released, snaps into the other part of the claw, emitting an enormously powerful wave of bubbles capable of stunning larger fish and breaking small glass jars. That's crazy. Which I guess we had to be in... Humans had... I don't know any other animal. I don't think there's just glass jars <laughs> at the bottom of the ocean. Like, fish are making them, and they'd be like, oh, those fucking pistol shrimp. I don't know, man. You ever see sea glass? Where does that come from? I haven't ever seen sea glass and don't actually know what you're talking about. It's just like broken bottles that wash up on the sea over time. And the ocean is like smooth them out. Oh yeah, okay. So like <laughs> it's 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 just um, there's a step. There's, there's, there's a step added, but it's still glass that we made. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was hoping you'd school me on it, but then you didn't know what it was, so I had to. Yeah. Had to just like well, it, school myself mm, real quick. It turns out I did know what it was. It's just glass. <laughs> so some pistol shrimp species share burrows with goby fishes in a uh, mutualistic symbiotic relationship. So the pistol shrimp builds and tends the burrow, and the goby provides protection by watching out for danger. <laughs> Yo, dog, you do all the work. I'm going to stand guard. <laughs> but, but then when there's danger, they both retreat to safety. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow! When they're both out of the burrow, the shrimp maintains contact with the goby using its antennae. So they like hold hands when they walk around. I was I was gonna more compare it to like a prison relationship where you have to hold the person's belt buckle. Okay. That's yeah. the whole thing. I don't. You know. Yeah. I was gonna say you could make it like a prison in the eighties. I guess from a movie. <laughs> That's not. It's I guess right, to the world. right where my mind goes. You know. I thought it was like a fun friend thing. I very yeah. innocent. I'm kind of whimsical like that. <laughs> There's one thing I know about you. It's it's say uh, you're whimsical. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Deep sense of whimsy. Mm, how do you do it? How do you do it? Um, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> that's probably uh, just a symptom of some sort of mental disorder. <laughs> There's probably some growth straining and pushing on a certain part of your brain. Oh, I wish. So, pistol shrimp have also been noted for their ability to reverse claws. What? <laughs> I don't, the reverse claw sounds like a cool wrestling move, but let me <laughs> let me see what this. There's that whimsy again. Let me see, <laughs> let me see. When the snapping claw is lost, the missing limb will regenerate into a smaller claw, and the original smaller appendage will grow into a new snapping claw. Oh wow, they switch off. That's crazy. Laboratory research has shown that severing the nerve of the snapping claw induces the conversion of the smaller limb into a second snapping. So you can give them two snapping claws, but you got to sever the nerve. Oh, so that doesn't know? Damn. Yeah. 
So it's just like a weird thing scientists did for no reason. <laughs> hey, it seems to be switching off. I wonder if I just cut this nerve real quick. Let's just like fuck his arm up and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> now, th- this article is t- saying um, the collapse of the bubble generates for a split second temperatures of 8,000 degrees Fahrenheit. And also, oddly, a flash of light. How does snapping your claw shut create a bubble that has a temperature of 8,000 degrees that's a great question, and I guess I just don't know enough science to answer it. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's because uh, that's 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 a lot. <laughs> it's, it's from Wired.com, so who knows? I, I thought they were a computer thing. I don't know. Well, I mean, Wikipedia is saying it can reach temperatures of over four thousand seven hundred degrees Celsius, and in comparison, the surface temperature of the sun is estimated about 5,500 degrees Celsius. So it's almost Jesus as hot Christ. as the surface of the sun. These shrimp are crazy. Um, aren't, you, can, aren't you psyched to be learning about them right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently um, some species use it to drill into solid basalt rock. Oh, wow. Yeah. Why? Uh, they'll make little, uh, little little caves, little homes. Oh, to protect their precious goby fish friends. Yeah. Of course. Of course. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, these shrimp are a major source of noise in the ocean and can interfere with anti-submarine warfare. Oh, fuck. So they are like little little gangs, just like yeah. snapping, <laughs> doing little song and dance routines to hide war machines. <laughs> I hope the candy you picked didn't have anything to do with war, because it's going to be a dark episode. <laughs> you, th- you know how, like... Um didn't the Russians, like, train dolphins and seals and stuff? you think they trained pistol shrimp? I don't know. I didn't know that they trained dolphins and seals, but... I don't know if it was successful, but that was, like, one of the no. one of their things they tried to do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... Uh, yeah, okay. All right. Uh, all right. That's fine. <laughs> um, they have, like, a crazy diagram here of how it snaps and shoots, like, the little thing of water. Yeah. It kind of looks like they flip, flick open a lighter and, like, flip <laughs> it back down, and it shoots water out. Yeah. Well, we got to fix them now. Sorry, I was reading more about them. No, it's okay. It's time, it's time to fix them. Uh, we haven't even learned how they do it. There's nothing on this webpage, and I'm okay with that. The shrimp are ruled by a larger king and queen, the only ones that breed, surrounded by their doting subjects. What that sounds okay. Are you reading like a Pixar pitch for a movie? (laughs) Yeah. Um, the only marine animals do this. This is the story of Shrimpo, and he doesn't fit in. I don't have a big snapping claw. But how they team up the goby fish if they have like. I don't know. Well, then Shrimpo goes on a big adventure. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go find a goby fish. Let's see if he can help me. <laughs> but the goby fish is really forgetful. No, you just made that other fish movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we need to know about about them to, to, to fix them. What the fuck else do you want to know about shrimp? They're shrimp. <laughs> Get a little snapping. I didn't know that they were friends with goby fish. That rules. Some of them burrow into stone. That rules. Yeah. They can snap almost to create a bubble that collapses 
for a brief moment is almost as hot as the surface of the sun. That is a fucking amazing. <laughs> and they can fuck up anti-submarine warfare with these. They they they're amazing. <laughs> but you know, we 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 got to find stuff to fix about them. You know what I mean? Let's let them live on land too. Okay. All right. Yeah. They they now they now, uh, they now breathe air. Yeah. And the goby fish do too. <laughs> As long as, the, as long as the shrimp is touching it with its antenna, it can just swim around in the air. But they all swim pretty low because the shrimp aren't yeah. that big. Yeah. I, didn't, I don't think I learned enough to fix them. All right, all right, all right. Um, I think the problem is that they're just, they fucking rule. I think God got it pretty good on this one. <laughs> yeah. Just got to let them let him into the air, yeah? I, I hate to say it, but... <laughs> they did it. It's one of God's perfect creatures are here. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is probably from his earlier, more daring work. <laughs> this is like a day one or two God, you know? Like the, his, yeah. his youthful work. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Before he really just kind of flatlined. You know, I mean, imagine making that many animals, you know? You got you to gotta start phoning in at some point. I disagree, because we're going to make exactly the same amount. <laughs> <laughs> we're never going to phone it in, Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, I man... Yeah, I, they're, they're pretty good. I mean, they'll probably need they'll probably need like regular a regular circulatory system uh, if they're going to be up in the land. But or will they? Maybe the goby fish has one and it pumps blood through the antenna. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, we're really doing a lot of work in this antenna. Yeah, really helping strengthen that bond. All right. Well, one of the antennas is big and beefy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Whatever. That's where all the improvements going. I like it. Um, and maybe when they snap on land, they shoot like a little blaze of fire mm. instead of water, you know? Yeah. No need to, you know, make them look any different, really. They're already creepy, so that's fine. I think they taste great now. I don't know how they okay. taste before. I don't think I've ever had this. Yeah, a pistol shrimp. Yeah. But now they taste better. There's all sorts of recipes where you cook them right with the goby fish. Yeah. They go together. Oh, oh, okay, all right. If you cook it without the goby fish, it's poison. Though. Yeah, yep, love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's gotta, yeah. It's, they gotta be cooked together, fucking, yeah. even in death, till death do yeah. them part. <laughs> wow, that was good. That was good. We did it. Nailed it. We did it. I think we, that was kind of, we probably should have done one of these first, right? Like our first yeah. try at it, because that was a near perfect animal. Sean, you, you remember um, the movie Armageddon? They fly to the asteroid and blow it up. Yeah. Yeah, but they're yeah. not astronauts. They're miners? Yeah, they're, they're drillers. Yeah, they're, they're like oil drillers. Yeah, because they need a big yeah. drill on the asteroid for some reason. Yeah, because it's easier to train um, people who drill to be astronauts than astronauts to drill. Yeah. The 18 days they had. Yeah. That makes sense yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. It was such a p- big movie, made a lot of money, but they didn't make a sequel. You know, I think I think they missed out. Let me just look real quick at the IMDb page so that I can refresh myself. <laughs> Bruce Willis, Ben Affleck. Ooh boy. Liv Tyler, Billy Bob Thornton, Owen Wilson. Wow, you Michael wanted Clark them, Duncan. You wanted them to make a sequel of that? <laughs> hey, well, yeah, most of them are dead. I mean, I think uh, we got Steve Buscemi still alive, Michael Clark Duncan, um, Ben Affleck, Liv Tyler. Billy Bob Thornton, they're also alive in that end of that movie. But. Well, I was just going to say, you said, like, Owen Wilson, Ben Affleck, and Bruce Willis, like, real rapid yeah. fire. 
Like, yeah. that's a combo anybody wanted. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Um, this, this movie must have had, like, the greatest script of all time, because those guys are all dog <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> but they're gets. They're good gets. Are they? Movie. In, 90, in 1998, they were good gets, I think. Oh, yeah, I guess all the good actors hadn't been born yet, so. That's right. You had to make do. <laughs> Now, um, I think this one is 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 kind of kind of e- an easy one for a sequel, but I, I don't know why they didn't do it. Um, because what they do is they drill into the the asteroid. Yeah, they blow it up with a nuke. Yeah, it splits into two and misses the Earth on either side by like four hundred miles. Right. Okay. So now there's two fairly large asteroids mm-hmm. that somehow, let's say. Indeterminate amount of time, maybe fifteen years, come back around, mm, mm-hmm. and now they're both on track to hit the Earth. Yeah, Armageddon yeah. two. Yeah, exactly. Perfect, of course. Yeah, two asteroids. You know. Yeah. Now Ben Affleck is now like Bruce Willis's age. Maybe he's got a daughter that he doesn't want Ben Affleck stepping or whatever. You know. Yeah, it's still played um, by Liv Tyler. She's great. <laughs> yeah, she's great. Ageless. Um, and so now they gotta they gotta get two drilling teams to split up into two separate groups, equaling four groups, to go on each asteroid, drill, split those ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the then those four asteroids can't come back in the next movie. We gotta wait one more movie for them. So I think Oh yeah. In Armageddon three, mm-hmm. The Earth is on course to hit an asteroid this time, and the asteroid <laughs> sends little guys to blow up the Earth. And they land on an oil platform, and a bunch of drillers mm-hmm. have to learn how to be soldiers and fight them off. It's good. It's good. we got to go way out there for the return to form. You know, three is kind of a yeah. loss already. We're just going to throw that one away. Yeah. And that one's going to be in 3D, so. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Looks like the Earth's coming right at you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, so little chunks of the asteroid did hit the Earth, though. Do you think they contained maybe alien uh, species like microbes? Probably. And then maybe those mutate or get in the water supply or something? And change people or grow into something that we have to fight? No. You know, I don't know. Tell me more, I guess. I'm not sold on it. It's kind of a vague idea, Jeff. I just don't know. Okay, so let's say one of the places it hit, New York. Um, And the sewer rats in New York, after like maybe eight or nine months after the uh, asteroids hit, Start developing. I, I already have a clear path exactly where you're going with this, but please continue. <laughs> start developing um, extra sensor, sensory powers. I don't know. You know, like uh, their eyes glow differently. Maybe they could they could change people's uh, uh, moods. People start using them to get high. I don't know. Wow. I'm really Whoa. I'm really I'm really struggling. <laughs> You really dove away from the the rats to learn ninjutsu, <laughs> and then start, start training turtles. <laughs> start training turtles. Yeah, yeah. 
Let's see. Mm, mm. Well, what, how big is how big is the piece that hits New York? Because I feel like if you know, like a meteorite well, a meteorite hits New York, like someone's gonna go check it out, like a like a nerdy scientist or something in a white lab coat and glasses or something, and then late at the end of the movie, he takes his glasses off and he was pretty the whole time. <laughs> I believe uh, if they, what they described in the movie was Volt, Volkswagen size. Yeah, so about the size yeah. of a car. Someone's definitely gonna go looking for that. I don't, like that's yeah, there could be precious metals in there. Well, I was gonna say it would be like destroying buildings and yeah, leave a, a definitive crater. Yes, they did. So, All right, how about this? All right, so there's a there's a you know. The, the Volkswagen size meteorite lands in New mm-hmm. York or whatever, and a, little pieces have split off of it as it comes in, right? Yeah. And a really little, small, tiny little pebble sized one falls into this guy's drink. Mm hmm. He's drinking a Starbucks. They're everywhere. <laughs> and, um, that's, the, that's the character's first line. <laughs> Meet me at the Starbucks. Which one? They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then he drinks it. And he uh, now he can hear women's thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, I've had that one in my back pocket uh, since pretty much since we started doing this segment. <laughs> it's weird. Women think you a lot, <laughs> and he thinks now I can use this to trick people into liking me. <laughs> Sean, if if you could hear people's thoughts, do you think you get, could get them to like you? To be honest, I feel like I can hear people's thoughts now, and they're not that bright, and I don't want them to like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but because like, I, I'm thinking, even if I knew what someone was thinking, uh, if it was in relation to them liking me, like that, I would have already said something to be able to hear their thought about me. That I, I must have already ruined it. You know what I mean? I, I would overthink it a lot. Yeah, I, I think it would make people like me less. I, yeah, I mean, I guess just hearing their thoughts doesn't really tell you what you should say yeah. to get them to like you. It just gives you, right. like, here's what they think about what I've already said. And then you're constantly just right. changing what you say. Yeah. You're, I'm already in my head about social interactions, so if I knew what someone was thinking, it would make me even worse at it. Yeah. So, yeah. I, that's not that's not helping us expand the universe. That's just that's just me. That's no, just that's a, fine. That's a little, fine. Little dip into me. Yeah, I'll just take a little detour. That's fine. <laughs> it's better if I don't know what you're thinking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to help calling people out on it. Like that's a dumb thought. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, so? yeah. I can hear your thoughts, and I don't think I don't think they're good. Yeah, make them real insecure about it. Yeah, make them insecure about it. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, okay, how about this? The Oil drillers getting them into space and, and, and destroying the asteroid was so successful that the government implements that kind of strategic thinking into other um, world-ending events. Like um, trying to think of another profession that they could uh, they could exploit and make do something else. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of world-ending events. Like what? Yeah. That would like require a specific team of people. Okay, okay. Um, maybe, maybe like a, a tidal wave mm-hmm. is, is forming. Yeah, 
off the coast, and instead of getting like the navy and and uh, the coast guard or whoever would work on that normally, they get um, deep sea fishermen to take care of it. Yeah, they tr- they train them to be to do naval stuff. They got to blow up a bomb in the ocean to counteract yeah. the building right. the tidal wave force. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I guess there's not already a profession. Like, I mean, you say the Navy, but that's, the Navy doesn't really, like, they, they do mostly, they, they sail, like DC mm-hmm. fishermen do. I don't, like, what's the difference? Oof, you're right. You know what, you're right. <laughs> okay, maybe they, they, not just world-ending events, everyday kind of, kind of governmental events, you know what I mean? I don't. Please elaborate. Um, like, say they got to negotiate a, a, a peace deal or something with another country. Mm-hmm. And so they... They they look and they hire um, therapists. Okay. And they and they um, what would they train them to do? They, they, there's an idea here. Okay. Yeah, but this idea has not gripped me. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the man drinks a piece of an a meteorite and you can hear women's thoughts. So <laughs> does he does he meet does he meet his wife? Um, does he have a female boss that he's having a hard time with? Maybe. That's not the, where I was going to go with it. Here's the thing. I don't remember that movie very well. I just remember <laughs> it's that famous terrible guy, right? Uh, Mel Gibson, yep. yeah. Yep. That's the one. So he he can hear people's thoughts. But then every now and again, there's like a, a woman whose thoughts are like really strange. It's almost like staticky. Mm-hmm. And then he realizes there's aliens amongst us trying to blow up the Earth into two <laughs> so that it doesn't hit their asteroid. <laughs> And he's the only one who can tell. Yeah. So that's mm, the plot. Mm. He has to try to stop them. Okay. And maybe, you know what, Jeff, maybe? Mm-hmm. Maybe he finds love along the way. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> maybe he does. Okay. Okay. How about how about this? How about this? And the sequel to that. Yeah. Um, this, so this would be Armageddon 5. <laughs> yeah. Because that'll be Armageddon 3, and then in 4, yeah. the four pieces of the asteroid are back. we got to do it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now the franchise has a pattern. We do a terrible one and then a good one. It <laughs> returns to form. So we're pleasing all audiences. Please yeah. go on. So, yeah, Armageddon 5. Um, he has to uh, uncover a plot from an, a government, a, a foreign government, against the United States. Mm-hmm. But the leader of that government is a, is a woman. Okay. So they, they train him to go undercover. Okay. Is he well known? As, as being able to hear women's thoughts? Yeah. Um, I don't think, I don't think, mm, I don't think so. Yeah. I think maybe like, maybe his friends know. Maybe there's a little legend, but I don't, I don't think, I don't think he is going to be well known for that. I think he'll, he'll be able to. So then why would the government. Sneak in? have to make him first of all go undercover because he's not well known and <laughs> second of all I'm not trying to shoot holes in no this, no I'm no saying. yeah and then yeah. second of all how would the government know to send him in if it's not well known that he can read women's minds mm-hmm. okay maybe the woman he falls in love with yeah works in the branch of our government love it yes yeah and they're trying to figure out a way to get into it and he's and she's like it's gonna sound crazy but I got just the man for the job so she knows that he can read her mind all the time. Well, I, I assume like he tried to trick her to fall in love in the first one, and then it it, it was working, and then it backfired because she discovered that he could read her mind. Maybe he just uh, 
get a little sloppy, and so they had a little falling out, and then through that, they came back together stronger than ever. I mean, I think most of the plot is about the aliens trying to blow up Earth. I'm not real interested in the love story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, obviously. But I'm just saying that's a solid B-plot, and that's how those usually go. Okay, all right. <laughs> but she does, she believes that he can read her mind. That's like a thing. He proves it to her during the course of their marriage. Well, I, I think it's something that is discovered during courtship that almost ruins their relationship. Okay. Yeah. And then... She's, he's, yeah. he's, got, he's got to prove that he is who he is and can and can fulfill her without reading his, her mind. Oh, know? don't like that phrase, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I understand what you're going for. You just said it in a way that made my skin crawl. <laughs> so you got to make sure that he can satisfy her. <laughs> As a husband... That's the tagline to the movie. We're really going to throw everybody for a loop with the alien plot. It's going to look like a romantic mm-hmm. comedy. Yeah. <laughs> the trailer is not going to match the tone of the movie at all. No, not at all. Mm. Mm. But, you know, reshoots are the name of the, uh, the name of the game these days. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm. Armageddon Let's... 6. <laughs> Now here's the problem, right? Uh huh. If you blow up four asteroids in half, yeah, you don't get six. No, <laughs> nope. <laughs> six has got to be something new. That's the that's the thing. We're gonna have a lot of gap areas here. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, Jeff. By the way, yeah. I'm so bad at math. I did not see that problem coming. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of hoping we only have to go oddball on the on the odd ones, but it's here we are. Yeah, here we are. All right, so um, Billy Bob Thornton, right? He works at NASA. He's big shit ever since ever since the last uh, the last with the first asteroid and the one with two asteroids. Yeah, Billy Bob saving our saving our skin twice. Yeah, um, totally believable. He works at NASA. Yeah, yeah he's such yeah. a good actor. He'll disappear into that role. <laughs> we got to make a story story about him and how how good he is at NASA. Um, okay. Oh, maybe maybe because of the constant asteroid attacks <laughs> and the one where we attacked an asteroid, NASA's funding has has been increased a hundredfold. Okay. He's now the most powerful branch of the government, and he's in charge. Okay. Um. So he's got a lot of lot of NASA based priorities, space based priorities. <laughs> Okay. Um, moon base? What's the conflict? Yeah. Because it just sounds like he's the coolest, most powerful man and a genius NASA scientist. <laughs> yeah. And you know what, Jeff? I don't relate to that character. <laughs> <laughs> um, Does he struggle with his weight? Is, that <laughs> <laughs> Is he yeah, sad yeah. all the time, inexplicably? <laughs> 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 Even things that used to bring him joy seem to have, like, a gray film over them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's so successful that um, he's unhappy. Oh, yeah, that's there's good, nothing to strive for. Yeah, what's left after space, dog? Like, yeah. he runs the space agency that controls space. Yeah. So, you know what's what? he do? Oh, my God, I think he's the villain. 
Oh, okay. He stages an asteroid attack. <laughs> yeah, he knows that there's not going to be six asteroids coming our way next. Yeah. I, do these movies happen sequentially, like once every year? <laughs> yeah, they're basically like Star Wars. You know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's trying to build a moon-sized spaceship mm. to help protect the Earth. Mm. You know, I feel like I've seen that in a movie before, Jeff. You know, you know we don't do that. Um, okay, okay. Mm, mm. Oh, there's that Russian cosmonaut after they blew up the Russian space station in, in the first Armageddon. Oh, definitely, I remember that. So, what's he been up to, right? Yeah, yeah. What's what's his life like in Russia? Oh, he comes back to Russia? I thought he was, like, trapped on a space station. Well, no, we, they blew up the space station in the, in the, in the first Armageddon. Oh. So he, he, he took, a, took a ride back with them. Oh, okay. Why'd they blow it up? Well, there was a problem with the, the fuel lines. And so, <laughs> as they were trying to fuel their, their rockets up, shit went crazy and blew up. So Okay. Yeah, they need, they need an action beat every five pages. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> What's life like in Russia for, for a world-saving cosmonaut? It sounds like it would be pretty good. Yeah, but... But he struggles with his weight. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe his friends and family assume he's rich now because he saved the world, even though he's not because it's communist Russia. Okay. Oh, it's, it's still communist Russia. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, the USSR. Okay. Um. Okay, wow. <laughs> that's a turn. That's, that's, that threw me for a loop. I didn't know that. <laughs> Good to know. And so they... they, they no, I, that, that goes nowhere as well. You know what? Armageddon 2 definitely should have been made, but... But not Armageddon 6. We need to, we need to kill this franchise? Sean, I, I, I might be out of ideas. I mean, to be honest, Armageddon's like not... A great one to begin with, you know. So, <laughs> what's Owen Wilson's character? What's he been up to? Um, Let's look. Well, he, yeah, he died in space, but oh, he did. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so his corpse flies off into space, right? <laughs> yeah. Some aliens find it and they bring him oh, back to yeah. life. Yeah. Reanimated space corpse. You just got to put a little polish on it, Jeff. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> fucking have you seen an American audience these days? They'll gobble it's up true. any garbage. They'll gobble it up. They'll gobble They'll it gobble, up. Gobble it up. Um Steve Buscemi, he gets involved with a stripper right before he goes off into space and then she welcomes him back when they land the spaceship. Yeah, is why a, yeah, why wouldn't she? Is there a is there a is there a movie there? Mm, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't what's what about what about their relationship? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's just like uh, like that movie. What was that Netflix movie with the guy from the new bad guy from Star Wars and the lady from Avengers? Marriage Story. That sounds right. Maybe it's just Steve Buscemi and the stripper fighting all the time in their apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. Okay, Steve Buscemi. Okay. Steve Buscemi's name from Armageddon was Rockhound. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Owen Wilson's name was Oscar. 
These are terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen. Real names aren't that exciting, okay? They were trying to come up with just the most yeah, I guess. down-to-earth names. You, you know? just call him Owen. You can call him Oscar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like we glossed over Owen Wilson being resurrected by aliens, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna complain. No, I mean, I think that's pretty great. Comes down the first thing, the only thing they can say when they first get down is "Wow." Oh, the Owen Wilson noise. Yeah, I guess. yeah. It, it legit took me a moment because I don't, <laughs> I don't really seek out a lot of Owen Wilson vehicles. <laughs> What, what do they want with his body once they've uh, they want to put a big uh, they want to pick up a big claw on it to snap <laughs> he's pistol Oscar now <laughs> if you cut off his pistol arm the other arm grows a pistol and then his first arm grows back normal Owen Wilson's in the Loki TV series as what <laughs> I, it just said, I'm looking on IMDb, it says Loki, TV series filming. I'm looking at his page, Owen mm-hmm. Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in episodes uh, two, three, four, five, six. Wow. And episode one. Yeah, he's maybe he's Loki. I don't know. <laughs> he's Loki. <laughs> he could be, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It says it says they're filming it. He's in every episode. The show's called Loki. Who else is going to be in every episode? I think I think Owen Wilson. You heard it here first, folks. Hold on. Uh, I, I, go on. Breaking cinema news: Owen Wilson to star as Loki in the Loki TV series. Heads up, exclusive. Heads up, exclusive. We've just learned from a source. We don't want to say. We don't want to say it's the IMDb website, Jeff. You can mm-hmm. include that out later. Yeah. All right, how about, how about uh, after they reanimate his corpse, he and Tom Hiddleston um, start crashing weddings to sleep with women. Okay. Alien women? Alien women, human women. Okay. Well, they have to be either with the aliens or on Earth. Okay, fine. Alien women. Okay. <laughs> it's fine if they come back to Earth. Specific, maybe they get an invi- a wedding invitation on the yeah. alien planet. Mm-hmm. The aliens like set up Wi-Fi for them. What's, how'd Tom Hiddleston get there? <laughs> Maybe he's just there and we don't explain it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Owen, they've, they've brought you back to life. You do the Owen Wilson noise. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he's so excited. <laughs> I mean, to be alive again, so that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe maybe in one of them, um, Liv Tyler um, really wants to go to space because she's sick of just being like the uh, fiance, daughter, and wife of this oil driller astronaut guy. Yeah, she's tired of being female character in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go on. <laughs> just being upset that they're in danger or gonna die. Yeah. So she she goes. How many asteroids are there now? Sixteen. Maybe she comes up with a plan. She has all 16 by herself. Wow. Yeah. Turned me into an Owen Wilson. That's <laughs> how shocking that was. Wow. Um, um, <laughs> I, could, I could never do it as good as you, and I'll never try. What if, um, yeah, 
How does she do that, though? Does that what? Yeah. Well, there. Hmm. Oh my God! She finds the guy who can read women's minds and kills him and eats his heart. Yeah. <laughs> and now she's so strong she can fly through space with her mind powers. Well, how about since she wasn't really busy during a lot of these uh, other movies, she had a lot of free time and yeah. she took up billiards. What's that? So she's a really good good pool player. Oh, okay. And so she devises a way using angles and physics that she only has to hit, blow up one of the asteroids in a certain way that knocks into the other ones and moves them all out of Earth's way. Forever. So, yeah, yeah so uh, I li- actually really love that idea, Jeff. <laughs> and she sees, she's like doing the pool thing. Maybe she's fighting mm-hmm. with whoever her husband is, whatever actor yeah. that was. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Affleck. Really? Mm-hmm. That's, Okay. I thought for sure it would be Bruce Willis. I mean, she's younger oh, than him. She's got dark hair. That's like his, yeah. his MO, right? Well, that was that, that he played her dad. Oh, and okay. Her actual dad did the soundtrack to uh, her and Ben Affleck's like, love scenes. So that's yeah. a really creepy movie. Yeah, famous people are awful, just <laughs> unilaterally. Yeah, she's like, I don't know, what is Ben Affleck? What is, sorry, excuse me, what does the character A.J. Frost do? <laughs> is he still working with Billy Bob Thornton's NASA? Well, I mean, his first love is oil drilling, so. But with with NASA, maybe they can drill for other resources out in space. Oh, okay. Okay, so that's the company he forms after Bruce Willis is dead is uh, space drilling for resources. Yeah, okay. yeah. De- right. definitely let's say, though, that after the first movie, Bruce, Bruce Willis dies and doesn't come back. Well, he does die in the first one, yeah. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. Okay, good. <laughs> and actually, we'll throw a scene in in the Owen Wilson standalone film yeah. of Bruce Willis's body flying by the alien planet, and they can't get it, and it goes into their sun <laughs> and burns up, and he can never come back. We make a big point of that. It's a long extent. We hold on his body Damn. as it burns up yeah. in solar radiation. Careful. The surface of that sun's almost as hot as the vessel <laughs> blast. <laughs> Stay away. Tom Hiddleston delivers that. get him. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston delivers that line. And it, you know what? It's so believable when he does it. I know. He's so charming. Uh. Yeah, so back at home, Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. sorry, excuse me, A.J. Frost has to... He starts up a new company, or he expands another company. Did he marry mm-hmm. Liv Tyler just to get Bruce Willis's company? Uh, um, no, but that's for sure what happened because Liv Tyler was doing like all the um, paperwork and back end stuff for Bruce Willis's company anyway. Yeah, so maybe yeah. that's there's the Power core move. conflict in their relationship is that, like you said, his first love is oil drilling, mm-hmm. and it should be his wife, but it's not. So. <laughs> Or their kids. Or their kids. I'm sure they have, yeah, they have kids now, too. <laughs> you, you never pick crude up from school, okay? <laughs> trying to think of other oil-related names. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. You're one for one. Go for it. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, so, I it's fine. It's fine. I can't. It's the only oil thing I know. Um... So he's he leaves out like uh, a picture of the asteroids, right? They get they have like mm-hmm. satellite images, um, so they take a picture of the asteroids coming back. And when Liv Tyler sees them, he leaves them out on the desk carelessly because she also has Ooh. to clean up after him too. Oh, of course, yeah. 
AJ Frost is a real piece of shit in this movie. He's, he's got such a big head from the, those first two successful asteroid destroying, yeah. world saving events. Yeah, I mean he goes to work for NASA every day, and it's the, mm. it's the single most funded, <laughs> largest branch of the government. <laughs> he's he's got he's really uh, close with Dan Truman, you know, Billy Bob Thornton's character. Oh, yeah. So smug, just walking around. Yeah, they're just like, it's like they're married, Liv Tyler says. <laughs> yeah. um, and she sees some pictures, and she's she's like, oh, wait a minute. And then you, then, <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, on his desk, some pictures of of, of uh, Ben Affleck and Billy Bob Thornton in the frame that they used to be in. Uh, sure, yeah. I mean, I think that works, too. She see, yeah, she sees that. She sees that Ben Affleck has replaced the picture of of him and his wife with him and Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. And she goes, that son of a bitch. And she she goes to, like, slam it down, and then she looks at the open file, and mm-hmm. she starts rooting, she starts, like, scattering all these pictures and stuff. Mm. And then we get the scene of her, like, ignoring her cleanup duties and, like... Yeah. You know, because he's, like, a real piece of shit. I really want that to be in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> He just insists she cleans up after everybody, mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. just like he's like old style, yeah, shitty, yeah. Okay, good. So she's like she appropriates the basement, and she's like setting up little things. Mm. She's got like uh, tin foil balls hanging from the ceiling, and the like yeah. the three D design of where the asteroids are going to be coming in. Some red yarn. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. she sets up a pool table down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she labels the pool balls. Yeah. Asteroid names? Yeah. 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 Oh, they named the asteroid pieces. That's interesting. (laughs) I like that. They named them after oil things. Go. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You got this. Drill drill bit 571. Um, All right. Uh they could, yeah, mining equipment. That could be. Maybe, maybe they just named them after themselves. <laughs> yeah, Bear, Oscar, Rockhound, <laughs> Rockhound. <laughs> um, yeah. She paints the eight ball to look like Earth. Puts it right in the middle of the pool table. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It can't get hit. That's the thing. Yeah. Nothing can even. She puts a little line around it. Nothing can even come close or crash into Earth. <laughs> yeah. She draws a little perimeter in, in the, in the uh, pool chalk around the earth. This is, this if, they, if any of them get past this, this area, we're doomed. This is a pretty good sequel so far. <laughs> <laughs> so all of her, like, she keeps doing these little simulations, and she's got mm-hmm. all math equations. She's writing on the walls. Yeah. And she just can't, she can't quite figure it out. And then uh, her piece of shit, real asshole husband, passes the idea off as his own to Billy Bob Thornton. Mm. Okay. Okay. So then they're gonna implement it, but she's like, "No, you can't do it. It's not done." Like, yeah, I've figured it. If I if we do it, this this thing happens, and like, yeah, it looks like it's fixed, right? It looks like she's done it. Um, but when he sends it to her, she re- she realizes as she's mad at him that there's one thing missing that she didn't think of. What is and it? That, I. <laughs> Some sort of math equation. No, probably. you can't. No, you can't say there's one thing missing and then not have something for it, Jeff. You said it so dramatically. I thought that was going to be like the missing ingredient is love. So good. And, uh, no, no. 
I mean, we can do a lot of like marriage <laughs> metaphors with these things, right? Mm-hmm. She can just be like, yeah, you know, some asteroids have dreams and they marry real pieces of shit. <laughs> it's like getting pulled by an invisible force. <gasps> yeah, the gravity force is pulling them all together. It's always late for dinner. Late. Oh, this asteroid's not traveling as fast as the other one. I have to have to put that in mind. All right. Yeah, okay, okay. So by the time she figures it out, they've already mm-hmm. launched, like, what do they call it, the cue ball? <laughs> I, I guess you would call it the cue ball, yeah. But that's what, that, well, that's what they're going to call it, right? Because yeah. Ben Affleck's going to pass the idea off as his own. Yeah, yeah. And he's just going to, like, steal a bunch of her ideas. Mm-hmm. What an asshole husband. What so, an asshole. And she's going to be like, no, you got to come at it from the side. you got to hit this one first from yeah. over here. And they're going to be like, we've only got one shot at this lady. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if we burn up all this fuel, we won't get another one. Yeah. So then, she, I don't know, she'll have to do, she'll have to convince yeah. them. Or maybe just go do it herself. Yeah. What are you doing in here? Yeah. You're not allowed in here? Yeah, and her her son, Crude, helps her. <laughs> he holds the door. <laughs> He's young, but he believes in his mom. She says, Crude, if just hold them off for a couple minutes, and I promise we'll change your name. Thanks, Mom. Dad's a real piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's like 12. He's like the... Yeah, he's he's pretty cool, even though his dad's an asshole. Hey, headers or uppers or head uppers or breaths or not breaths or got to figure out what to call the listeners of Heads Up. I'll have to check with Sean on that one. This is about the point of the episode where my audio stopped recording. Um, we still have Sean's audio. So what we're going to do is I'm going to play some clips so you can get a sense of what we were talking about and then just end the episode. Somehow during the sequel, we end up discussing a scene where Liv Tyler's kid gets bullied in school. And uh, then we talk about candy. This week, uh, we talked about Kraft's team up with Jet Puffed to uh, create a larger Lucky Charm marshmallow they're selling now. And then we rate it. So here we go. That's a great sequel. I love that. Maybe her son is really bullied at school. We get a scene of him telling everybody it was his mom's idea, not his dad's. And then some bullies just kick the shit out of him. It's brutal. It's brutal. <laughs> the the actor who plays the kid wins an Oscar for how bad how bad a beating he gets. <laughs> it's like a five minute scene. Just the camera, it's a it's single shot too. <laughs> well, no, because at that point everyone will know. It's just dead set in the middle of the movie. We get a it's it's and it's a single shot. It's a single shot. We don't do any cutaways. We just follow them. No, no, of course not. Why would there be, Jeff? This isn't a triumphant moment. This is your dad's a hero, asshole. He stops the asteroids. Not your mom. He's talking shit about AJ Frost. All right, the end. We're done with this segment. We we did it. What do you mean by they're bigger and softer? So they're not the Lucky Charms marshmallows then? 
Oh yeah, they changed the recipe and thought they could. They thought they could sneak one by us. Yeah, not the dehydrated marshmallow crunch that you get out of the Lucky Charms. Lucky Char eating Lucky Charms marshmallows kind of like eating like marshmallow bones, like little marshmallow skeletons. I, you feel like a giant eating little little fairy bones. If I want a gooey marshmallow, I'll get a gooey marshmallow and put it over a fire while singing Kumbaya with my friends, and then we all go to heaven. If I want crunchy fairy bones to pretend I'm a giant, you get Lucky Charms. And for the record, I don't. I don't want that. Lucky Charms marshmallows are disgusting. Since we didn't try them ourselves, we read some reviews. So let's see. Target has some... Oh, they've allowed these reviews to uh, stay up. Yeah. Well, okay, but be advised, these are not the marshmallows that come in the cereal. They are simply normal marshmallows. Sorry, marshmallows. Um, (laughs) Been saying it wrong this whole time. Uh, They're simply normal marshmallows in Lucky Charm shapes, uh, dash, all caps, very, return to lowercase, deceptive. Kraft Heinz team, sorry to hear about this incident. Please know that we make every opportunity. We would like to make this right. (laughs) Fucking bet you would, Kraft Heinz team. Marshmallows are just basically sugar air, right? You know, when you make food, you pick a food and then you you take an element, right? Earth, fire, air, water. And you combine the two, and then you get something. And I think this is sugar air, you know? And, like, soda is sugar water. And I guess candy canes are sugar earth. And maybe, I don't know what sugar fire would be. Hot tamales. Well, that's spicy, but, I mean, where's the fire? I give Sean shit about saying candy canes are sugar earth. (laughs) Yeah, because it's solid and dense, like earth. Jeff, if I put fire on my mouth, I don't go, ooh, spicy. Ooh, I couldn't have another bite. I'll be up all night. Uh, how to make marshmallows. Tips and tricks. This is for those real Etsy, the real uh, homesteaders. But how do you get the elemental air into it? I don't... It's got to be some kind of ritual. Okay. That's the, that was the, my favorite part about eating marshmallows as a kid. The waiting while an adult cut them up. <laughs> <laughs> remaining seated at all times and observed. That sounds like a that sounds like a pervert sex kink. I want you to restrain me in a chair, and then you're gonna watch me while you cut up marshmallows and feed them to me. <laughs> I might choke. <laughs> well, that was gross. Uh, I didn't like that candy, and I'm, without even eating it, I'm gonna give it a bottom of the barrel. And I'm going to go as a twofer here. I don't really like Lucky Charms either, so those marshmallows are also getting bottom of the barrel. I also bottom of the barrel both the new marshmallows and the cereal marshmallows. Because the actual Lucky Charm marshmallows are like, they're crunchy and you can feel like a giant eating fairy bones, but they like coat your teeth and your teeth feel weird. It's a bad cereal. And not just because it heavily features the Irish. Okay, that's not what this is about. I accuse Sean of being Irish. No. Why would it? I'm not Irish. I'm of Irish descent, but I was born and raised in America, Jeff. A white man in America. I don't know why I need a second cultural identity. Okay? Whole system's designed for me. Oh, whoops, I'm poor. Oh, no. Ah, oh, jeez. Ah, oh, whoops. Oh, whoopsie. Whoops. Really kind of bit the concrete on that one, huh? Look like a goddamn fool. Yeah, I guess I'm Irish then. That, um, did you have more to say about marshmallows or more hurtful things to imply about the Irish? That's been the Heads Up Podcast, then. Uh, we've got an email, headsuppod at gmail.com. There's the Instagram and the Twitter, which are both at headsuppod. I'm sure they're seeing a ton of action, so get in while you can, folks. 
before Zuckerberg shuts us down and his pal Jack Jack Dumpy, what's his name? Jeff Hawks Cheap Goods at Jacked Up Prices. I think it's headsup.threadless.com. But so that's been the Heads Up Podcast with Jeff and Sean. I'm Jeff. I'm Sean. And we're popping off. Toodles. We gotta make sure that he can satisfy her.